Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. We appreciate everybody for downloading. Uh, it has been a great couple of months here, and First Family of Waterfowl was fantastic on YouTube. If you hadn't watched that yet, it's on our YouTube channel, the Big Honker Podcast. Go check it out now, and make sure that you get subscribed. This podcast is brought to you by none other than Shin Gear. They are they started as a waiter company. They are no longer a waiter company. They are a full blown. Uh, whatever you Apparel. need for a waterfowl. They got bibs, jackets. They've got all sorts of good stuff. Uh, Vest, caps, hats, t-shirts. Hoodies. My favorite is the bibs. I torture tested them all last season, and they stood up to everything that I threw in front of them. So. I just threw them out of my luggage. Can't wait to wear them all week. Also, remember, the Shin Film Fest is going to be October 21st yep. in Memphis, Tennessee. It is not too late. You can get yourself... Uh, they got tables for sale, and then they've also got for smaller parties. You can get a seat if you need one. Got college football all day Saturday. Going to have some film fest, food, drinks, have a good time. Be lots of things to buy there, and that's at shingear.com. We're also brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. I start my morning every single day with Dirty Duck Coffee, the Missouri Boat Ride Blend. It is the way to go. And if you're looking for a little afternoon pick-me-up, they now have a cold brew out. It is the King Eider cold brew, and that is how I spend my 3.30. So I am fully caffeinated, Dirty Duck Coffee, every single day. They've also got good-looking swag. You can go to their website, dirtyduckcoffee.com. You can get coffee shipped straight to your door or whatever merchandise you get. So go check them out. Also, we're brought to you by the boys up in Missouri, the Looking Glass Podcast. Head over to Patreon, and while you're at Patreon, you can look up the Big Honker Podcast because we have uh, three things a week that we release. But anyway, back to the the looking glass guys patreon subscribe to their account and you can take part in everything that they got going on they are hilarious guys logan and rebel are some of the funniest guys that we have out here all season long so they can keep you entertained for hours and hours uh we're also brought to you by lucky duck best spinners on the market best uh blinds on the market whatever you need if you're a waterfowl hunter they got something for you we just put our order in with Lucky Duck, getting some spinners headed this way, some blinds, a little bit of flappers, maybe even a rotary. You never know. Lucky Duck has got a bunch of brand new products out there, and they are going to uh, help you be more effective out in the field. So if you're duck or goose hunting and you need some sort of gadget, go to LuckyDuck.com, get some stuff headed to you. Uh, also, we're brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. If you are a duck hunter, you should thank Ducks Unlimited because they are putting ducks back into the sky. Uh, putting your hard-earned money at work, uh, 80 cents out of every dollar that Ducks Unlimited raise, raises goes right back into conservation. So you can rest assured that your money is not being wasted. So help wherever you can, ducksunlimited.com. Also, we're brought to you by Dive Bomb Industry. It is time for you to get skinny. Uh, duh, silhouettes, the way to go. They're quick, effective. They keep your trailer nice and neat all season long. You don't have to worry about the clutter of full bodies anymore. So silhouettes are what we use every single day out here. If you are a spec hunter, Canada hunter, they got all sorts of species. They've also got floaters out. So whatever you need, Dive Bomb can help you out. If you're that guy that's hunting a river bar, a sandbar on a river or something, and you're having to take two or three trips back and forth in the truck, get you a five dozen silhouettes, carry them in there. The, the results are going to be is good or better than what you're doing, and it's going to be a lot less work on you. Best way to go there. 
DiveBombIndustries.com. We're also brought to you by the by the boys up at Pacific Calls. PacificCustomCalls.com is how you can see what all they got going on. The B uh, the BA Lester call is my favorite Lester call. They have two new calls out. The BBS, it's a big bore spectrobelly call, and they got the BBG, a big bore goose call. They're both great. They run ph- phenomenal. So if you are a spectrobelly hunter and you're looking for a new spec call, uh, you can either go with the 530, which I run, or you can go the BBS. Either way, you're not going to be disappointed. Uh, and my favorite duck call is still the PCD. So it's got my stamp of approval on it. PacificCustomCalls.com is how you get a hold of them. Also, we're brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. It is time. Uh, the War Chief is out there now. It is a buffered shotgun shell, and it is going to add 10 yards to your range. So whatever results you see at 30, you will now see at 40. The War Chief is the real deal. We have shot it. Knocks the piss out of them. So if you're a guy that needs a little bit extra range, the War Chief is the way to go. They still make a legacy product. The The original stuff that they've been making for the last five years are still producing that stuff. So uh, if you're happy with that, keep ordering that. But Once you shoot Boss, you're never going to shoot nothing else. There's no reason to. One shot and it's dead. It takes one, one, one. It only takes one. You don't have to finish them up. You don't have to shoot cripples on the water. You don't have to worry about chasing a bird down three miles away. Shoot, boss. Two and three quarter inch, three five blend. That's the way to go, right there. Uh, we're also brought to you by MLR Graphics out of Breckenridge, Texas. Michael is a great guy, good Christian man, and he makes all of our shirts out here. You can custom order anything. You can do it online. They can sell stuff. They got all the big brand names. They can custom do it for Christmas is coming. If you want uh, custom work done for Christmas, look them up, mlrgraphics.com, mlrgraphics on Instagram, and they're out of Breckenridge, Texas. Next, we're brought to you by Mossberg. The 940 Waterfowl Gun is what we shot all last season. It held up seven days a week. Rain, mud, sand, whatever we threw at in West Texas, the Waterfowl 940, it held up. So uh, don't be sleeping on the Mossbergs. You see one in the gun case, take it for a test drive. You're going to like it. Mossberg.com. Uh, also, we're brought to you by Double T British Kennels. Mr. Corey has just had a litter of puppies. So now is the time. Uh, had a couple extra puppies that he wasn't expecting. So now's the time. If you were wanting a nice British lab, contact Corey. Uh, Britlabs.com and send him an email and he can tell you what we got to do. He stood up and and stood up for those, great, uh, those kids on that Gold Star hunt. Donated two different puppies to us. Folks, man's a... a as good a guy as you're going to meet, good as gold. The man is as good as gold. He raises great dogs. He does a great job training. Check him out, please. I highly recommend Corey Dudekin at Double T British Kennels. Next, we're brought to you by Hemp Hill Farms. Listen, getting older, is it's it's rough. You get allergies, different things start to hurt and ache. Hemp Hill Farm can help you with all natural CBD products. They have a nice salve that you can uh, rub onto whatever is aching. They've also got stuff in roll-ons. they got gummies. Uh, help, help with the ouchies. Go to hemphillfarm.com, farm with a PH, and uh, they will ship anywhere. So don't, uh, don't, don't be afraid to check them out. You know, listen, getting older sucks. You start aching. Sure helps to sleep. Two gummies every night make you sleep like a baby. There you go. Hemphillfarm.com. Next, we're brought to you by Alpha Outdoor Specialties, maker of the Stanfield Stool and the brand new Blind Caddy. I'm going to run that Blind Caddy all season long. You thought my tra- my trailer was organized. Wait until you see the blind with the blind caddy. Alpha Outdoor Specialties, if you've got an idea, they are a fabri- fabrication company. They can mock up whatever idea you got. They made the Stanfield stools. 
and they're going to save backs of waterfowl hunters and A-frames all season long. So check them out, Alpha Outdoor Specialties. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Jeff, what dates we got left? I've got a few dates left in December. I don't have exact dates. I got December uh, 27, 28, 29, and 30. I can do a group. Uh, I've got a few weekdays here and there. I've got a couple of days still set aside for small groups of people. So if you've got one or two and you're wanting to hunt father or son hunts the week before Christmas, the week after, holler back at me, 940-658-3172 or stanfieldhunting.com. Thank you. God bless you and have a wonderful week. All right, this episode of the podcast, it is just Jeff and I, and we run through everything that's going on. World's still on fire. Go figure. Here we go. Welcome to Big Honker Podcast, brought to you by Pacific Game Calls. I'm Jeff Stanfield with the world-famous Andy Shaver. B-A-L-S call, PCD.call. Go. PacificCustomCalls.com. That's all you need. Is that what you're blowing? It's as simple as that. Simple as that. <clears throat> Life was just that simple all the time. If it was, it is, and it can be for you. Don't make it too fucking complicated. What are your... B-A-L-S call, PCD.call. If you shoot speckle bellies, uh, you can get the... BBS, nice little speckle belly call, or the 530. Going to talk about some things going on in the world today. Oh. Start out with, what do you think all that going on with Hamas? Prayers, Jeff. Just solid prayers. I've been praying ever since. It's a terrible thing. I haven't left prayer. You know, I feel sorry for both sides. Oh, you're a Hamas sympathizer. No, no, no. Interesting. You didn't let me finish. I feel you've sorry. Said all you, you've said all you need to say. I feel sorry for people on both sides that are innocent that are just at home. I feel sorry for those people. I feel sorry for the Palestinians that have nothing to do with wanting to kill Jews. That just live there. It's kind of like in Afghanistan, the ISIS and those neighborhoods and stuff. I felt sorry for the innocent people there. You know, they didn't hate people. If they don't conform, then they kill them too. So I feel sorry for them. But no, I wish... Israel would wipe, uh, wipe <clears throat> them off the fucking map. What's funny is, is all these countries that are supporting Hamas, I don't see them sending boats over to pick all them people up, mm-hmm. bring them to their place. Could you imagine living on that area right there right now, how scary it'd be at nighttime just sleeping? No, we hit the lottery being born where we were. Yes. A lot of things about life are out of our control, and that's one of them. It's a horrible deal. Uh I actually never thought I would agree on the Biden administration on anything, but they've done a pretty good job on this thing, staying and supporting Israel. I didn't think they would do that. What did you think they were going to do? Oh, I figured that they would tuck and run because all the liberal left-wing wackos that are supporting Hamas. I mean, you see the Harvard professor and all these people coming out. Send them some bitches over there for a day and see how they feel about it. I did see that Palestine, Palestine killed a Palestine supporter. She was from America, been over there forever. And they killed her? Oh, yeah. Fuck it. Took her right Because out. she was an American? 
I think so. I can probably find it. Did you see where the uh, gay dude made the post for Palestine? No. Go over there. See how that, that. See how far that shit'll last. That'd be like a fucking piece of. That'd be like a chicken walking up and down the streets of Kentucky fried chicken supporting them. I mean, they want you dead. That's all there is to it. They hate. They hate Christians. They hate Americans. If you're gay, they really hate you. If you're a gay Christian American, I would not go over there. She had a weird name. Alibaba. No. Sean Johnny on Toho or whatever the fuck his name is. I've got more shit over that. Still don't know how to pronounce his name. Anyway, so she she was she was over there supporting Palestine. Fuck was her name. Or Palestine, and they killed her, huh? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck was her name? It's right there. It's right there on the tip of my tongue. It was a weird name. You could probably just Google American. Tried. Tried. Okay. So Tried. anyways, they killed her, right? Yep. Okay. What do you think about the Speaker of the House shit? Uh, who is it? It's going to be Jim Jordan, right? I think it's going to be Jim Jordan. That's I, I, I wanted him way before I ever wanted Kevin McCarthy in the first place. Good for him. I wish Matt Gates would be the Speaker of the House. He's got some balls on him. Lauren Boebert, she's got balls too. You know? I don't think it matters. Sadly, I have to agree with you on that. As much as I hate to do that, I, I, mean, I don't. I mean, what's it going to change? They're going to change shit. They don't do there. nothing. I mean, yeah, they're going to. The House controls the purse strings. Cut off a lot of this shit going on in the world. You know, I want to know if we're going to send another dime to the fucking Middle East. And I know we are. I don't even know why I say that, but I want to cut off all the Middle East except for Israel. Every mm. one of them son bitches. We don't owe them shit. We don't owe anybody in the world shit. You know who's madder in hell about this uh, Hamas stuff? It's fucking Zelensky. Oh, right. This is this is pissed on his Cheerios, I promise you. Yeah. Yeah, he had it. He had it licked for a while. Yeah, he was the only game in town. Now there's games all over the place. I wish you would either find that or turn that fucking computer off. You're driving me crazy trying to find this lady. God dang, her name is right there on the tip of my tongue. Bridget Bardot. No. <laughs> Does it matter? That's what I'm saying. Well, I like reading the story, Jeff. Well, story is she supported she supported Hamas and they killed her, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. They're nothing more than ISIS, anyways. Hmm. All those people are. So, anyways, you know Zelensky is upset because his funding's fixing to get cut to zero now. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll 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 find more money. We're we're good about that in America. We can always find more money for a for a fucking noble cause that doesn't involve uh, making America any better. We'll go bankrupt helping other countries out of fucking whatever. The dumbest shit ever. You need billions of dollars? We fucking we'll, we're, we we can print that up for you. That's no problem, Zelensky. It'll be over, we'll we'll overnight it for you. What do you? Oh, you need you need a couple million fucking uh, you know whoever. I did see. But where, let's not worry about anything that's going on over here. I did see where they were going to freeze that six billion dollars again. Right, six point two billion. <clears throat> A poor, from what I've read is we can look at exactly where that's going. So I don't know. I want to know where the money in Ukraine has went to. Mm. Oh, I, that, that I would, I would love to know where the money goes to for that. I've never heard of a country in the middle of conflict. Who's got time to take his wife on a shopping spree in Manhattan. Right. I mean, I don't think, well, they've used it. They've used it to, uh, fix all their shit. Yeah, they're going to fund their uh, pensions for people. What about the pensions for people? What about the person over here that works their ass off <clears throat> that can't afford health care when they get older? Mm. They can't afford food. 
but we're going to give you $3,000 if you come across our southern border, and we're going to ship you to New York City and put you up in a hotel. Yeah. Fancy hotel. Yeah. And now the the governor of, or the mayor of New York City now has not is not near as big a Democrat as he was. Well, no. He's starting to catch on to this stuff. The, the mayor in Dallas, Texas switched from a Democrat to a Republican. Over this? Well, no, no, no. He did before this happened, but... How, how can you support your city police officers and be a Republican? Right. Governor of New, New of Louisiana was won by a white man. I am on a Instagram page. I'm on two Instagram pages that I follow that are predominantly an African-American. I hate that word. I just, Americans. You know, you're an American, but they're, it's black Americans. It's their page. And one of them has smashed a topic in Dallas, and I love watching it. If anything happens in Dallas-Fort Worth, whether it's shooting any kind of homicide, bad wrecks, anything, you can it's better than the news. They have mm. people on the ground all the time. It started out as one guy. I really enjoy that a lot. There's one in New Orleans called the Pulse of New Orleans or something that I got. It's far left liberals. And they are whining about this election. About you need to just move to Texas right now, blah, blah, blah. Listen, folks, the Democrats have been running fucking things for a long time there. It's a shithole. New Orleans is a crime ridden shithole. Mm. You know, don't blame it on Anything else than what it is, you have gone. You've gotten away from your police officers. You don't support your police officers. You're three or four or five hundred police officers short, and you wonder why crime's rampant. You know, blame it on what it is. The shitty neighborhoods are going to get shittier and shittier and shittier because we have lack of police officers. Which in those shitty neighborhoods, they don't like the cops anyways. Right. But ninety percent of all the calls go to those shitty neighborhoods. Yeah. True. And, and it's going to continue that way. Rangers won last night. I'm not a big baseball fan. I'm glad. What's sad, if it was Houston or Texas, either one, I don't care. I just hope one of them is in World Series. The Major League Baseball does not want Arizona to beat Philadelphia. Yeah. I just can't imagine an Arizona versus Texas World Series catching a lot of attention on the East Coast. wonder when Philly and Arizona play. They'll play tonight. Because I saw the Rangers play game two at 3.30. Today? Yeah, which I'm, is a weird time. Well, they don't want to compete against Monday Night Football. Well, they played first game last night, well, competed against Sunday Night Football. Well, would you rather compete against Sunday Night Football or Sunday Football? And the Dallas Cowboys are playing tonight. Who's going to draw a bigger deal in Texas? Houston and Texas playing baseball or the Dallas Cowboy game? Well, I mean, I, fuck, I don't know. Well, are you going to watch baseball? I might. Over football. I might. No, oh. you will not. I did last night. You watched baseball last Fuck night. yeah. The whole game. Glued to my TV. Glued to your TV. Must see TV last night, Jeff. How many outs, how many guys were on base in the ninth inning when they were? I don't know. It's because you didn't watch the fucking game. You're full of shit. I didn't watch anything last night. Yeah, well, I didn't watch baseball. I did watch a little football. It was a good game last night. Buffalo, New York was a really good game. The Giants blew it. Tyrod Taylor is definitely a backup quarterback, and it proved it last night. Fuck, I wouldn't go that far. What do you mean? Daniel Jones is awful. I'm not awful. comparing him to Daniel Jones. I'm talking about the mental. He checked down to a run no, with 12 seconds left. That. It was stupid. No. Well, you should. If he did getting, his best. No, he didn't. I hope he had fun doing if it. If you're getting paid that kind of money, you ought to be able to not make mental mistakes. Mm. And you see it all the time in football. Yeah. It was where you pay, you get paid big money and you do stupid shit. Yeah, it happens every Sunday. Yep. I'm going to tell you, of all the guys in the NFL, I know who I would not want to fight. There's a bunch of them. No, I can tell you one that I would take over any player in the NFL. Trent Williams, offensive tackle for the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. He's that big, guy. big motherfucker would whoop your ass in a heartbeat and like it. 
Big fella. I think he's the kind of person that could stab you and pull your liver out, eat it, and laugh at you. Mm. He's mean. I don't know about that. I've never met the guy. He is mean. He is a football playing Jack, but that's not that had a little, little, or yesterday had a little bit of a physicality, and he was throwing his weight around. He's a big boy. Right. Yeah. And I would not want to have to fight his ass. I'm telling you, if anybody in the NFL, there's a lot of most linebackers, I wouldn't want to fight a punter, but I damn sure wouldn't want to take on him. Yeah, I went to Oklahoma. Good yep. for him. Boomer Sooner. He's a stud. Has oh, been for a long yeah. time. And he's an athlete. But he's a big, bronky, mean son bitch. Was it when he was at Washington, too? 1988, he was born. What a good guy. Would whip that ass. Shit. So, me and you just got back from Canada. We did. Now we're getting ready to go back. Yes, going back again in the morning. Is WestJet <clears throat> the worst airline you've flown on ever? I consider it the the spirit of Canada. Pretty bad. It's it's rough. Ren, I was wedged in between two lard asses the whole everywhere. Four that, hours. That I had nowhere chick to go. Was not a lard ass. Four hours. I had nowhere to go. That lady next to you on the flight down was not fat. My neck still hurts. Now I'm getting ready to go do it all over again. My neck, my back. It was hot. Wedged in there. And it was warm. The airplane was warm. Hot. No entertainment. No, none at all. I just I was not a fan of WestJet. I will not fly that way again. I'm telling you, anybody that's flying to Saskatoon, I said <clears> on their <throat> podcast, fly to Calgary and then take the freaking turboprop over to Saskatoon. It would be a whole lot more comfortable and a lot easy. Why did Trent Williams get traded? Was he a problem in Washington? Yes, he a lot of ready to get out. Yeah, I don't know if it was all that. He didn't. I don't remember the whole story, but him and Dan Snyder went round and round over a bunch of shit. Hmm. As a football player, they liked him. Right. It was just, I think he had a lot of off-the-field stuff. But I think at San Francisco, he's done really well. Did you see where the San Francisco Giants are looking at entertaining hiring a woman as their manager? Is she qualified? Well, she cleaned jock straps for 10 years in the minors. Oh. I, I don't know. I just, I don't think that a woman needs to be a baseball manager. I just, I, I don't, I do not know. She Is didn't, she better than the other guys that are on the candidate list? I'm sure not, but it's San Francisco, and they're going to have to be try to be politically correct and show something. <clears throat> I don't know nothing about the lady, but I just she's never played pro baseball. Is that a prerequisite? Well, I would like to have a baseball player that knows the game and played pro baseball. Baseball's a pretty simple game to figure out. Shit, there's a lot of analytics oh, in it. You hire somebody to learn the analytics. It ain't. It's so easy to be a fucking baseball manager. You fucking chew bubble gum and you sit there and you go out like this every once in a while. That's all you got to do. It's like being a plumber. Like hot being water, a plumber now. Hot water's on the left. Shit rolls downhill. Payday's Friday. You learn those three things, you can make it as a plumber. So you think being a major league baseball coach is that easy? Fuck yeah, it is. Easier than being a pro football coach? I think they're probably about, well. What about a basketball? Basketball, you got to know your shit. So you're considering basketball more than football even? I th- Yeah, I would say so. I don't. What the fuck does Ron Rivera do for three hours He's not on ready. game day? What the fuck does he do? He stands there. What a, what about That's it. What about Belichick, who's having a horrible year this year? You don't think he coaches own works? They work their ass off. Probably not anymore. I mean, in baseball, do you think that you don't have to you don't have to uh design plays? No. You get up there and hit the ball. Hey, wh- he's going to throw you a pitch. <laughs> you want to hit that far. <laughs> That's what you want to do. Hey, he's going to step into the batter's box. Don't hit him. Throw it across the plate three times, he's going to be out. If you miss it four times, he's going to take this first base, and then you're going to have somebody on first base. Hey, infield, when they hit the ball, 
take it and throw it to where the people are running. Well, I can tell you. That I mean, what the fuck? The only level of coaching I ever did was 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 kids. I coached high school football. Is it's seven on summer league shit, but I coached little league shit, and it was harder to coach little league baseball than anything. Little league <clears> football <throat> was easy. You put your best athletes on one side of the one side of the line on right. offense where you can seal it off. You take your fastest kid, you pitch it to him, and he runs around that end. Yep, that's it. It's a very simple deal. You don't have to. Do, I watch these little league football games now, and they fucking trying to run these fancy offenses and right. shit. Motion you get some good shit. athletes, you can just line up and beat their ass straight at them. But baseball was a lot more coaching involved at that level. At the small level. Oh yes. Jesus! Don't fucking swing. I don't give a shit where the ball's thrown. Right. Do not swing because he's going to walk you. Mm-hmm. God, I told you not to fucking swing. How hard is that? Yeah. You know, and then you got grandma and grandpa. Hit the ball, Johnny. No, we don't want Johnny to hit the ball. We want him to walk. So the guy behind him that can hit the ball will get to bat. <clears throat> so, yes, I, I am fully supportive of I don't even know this chick's resume. She can be a fucking MLB made <laughs> manager. Super simple. Well, Aubrey Huff has been ripping on her ass on Twitter. Oh, no. It's pretty interesting. Um, There's another... Who's there? Uh, Gabe Kapler is the manager. No, now, he got he? fired. Oh, he did. Yes, his woke ass is gone. What? What was he woke about? Oh, every fucking thing. He lived in he was San Francisco. Mister San Fran. Yep. He's a yoked up bastard. Yeah, I wouldn't want to have to fight him either. I had quite the side hustle this year. He's doing a side hustle, I guess. Well, he should have done it more <laughs> than coach them because he didn't coach enough, I guess, because they fired him. Was he? Was he a very good baseball player? I feel like he was. He, he was played, okay. played a long time. He was a what? I feel like he was a good baseball. Well, I thought he was a catcher. No, 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 he played no. left field, I think. So yeah. he's a, he was a good athlete. Played for the Detroit Tigers coming up. He was a good athlete. Played for the Rangers too for a while, right? Uh, I don't know. Probably did. Everybody plays for the Rangers for a little while. Other than that, uh, yeah, he played. Oh fuck, he played everywhere. Detroit for a year. That's where he first came out at. Rangers for two years. Colorado's for a year. Red Sox for a year. Japan for a year, back to the Red Sox for a year, Milwaukee, Tampa Bay. He only played for Detroit one year? 98 to 99. No, he had to play before then. What do you want from me, Jeff? Yeah, but sure he is. I thought he played before that. Right there it says it. The 1995 scout. I'll be damn. I thought he played for Detroit longer than that. Nope. That was it. Well, his managerial record, it was above 500. Where does it say that? Up there on top, 456 and 411. Is that good? No, I, I, don't, I think if you're above 500 in baseball, you're pretty decent. What's the one guy named Leland or something shit like that? Who? Leland? Wasn't he a baseball manager? Jim Leland? I think so. Oh, years ago. Well, let's see what his is. Look at Bruce Bochy, the quarterback, that's the Rangers manager now. Well, I, I want a guy that's been in the game for Bruce a Bruce Bochy's been in the game a long time. That's who you ought to check he's still coaching. Well, let's see what this guy did. He's got a good mustache. Uh, winning coaching record. Three times manager 50%. of the year. World Series champion. See, that's what I'm saying. 50%. Just a little over. Look up Bruce Bochy. Are you going to try to spell this for me? Yeah, but do better than I can the Japanese pitcher. What's his name? Bruce. B-R-U-C-E. I got that part. B-O-C-H-E, I believe. Or Y right there. Bochy with a Y, not E. He was also in San Fran. Yeah, he was a coach there when they won a World Series, I think. A little under 50%. No, 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 no. That's his that's when no, it's his winning percentage is 490. No, that's when he played. Oh, no, no, no. That's that his is managerial manager. record. 
A little bit less than 50%. Yep. They really like him. Go get the girl. He won three World Series championships. As a player? As a coach. Where? Three times World Series champs, 2010, 2012, and 2014. wonder for who. I think San Francisco. Yeah. He's a really good coach. Go get the girl. You can do it. She can do it, Jeff. I'm not sexist, but I don't think that's a spot for a woman. I mean, as long as she knows how to chew fucking double bubble and do this, take the ball from the pitcher. You've never seen the picture of this it. woman. We're going to look her up. What's do you her think, name? hold on, do you think she's a lesbian or straight? Well, I mean. I don't know this answer. I'm asking you. Before we get into this, do you think she's straight or a lesbian? She probably likes women. Okay. I would tend to go with you, and I do not know what she looks like. Or but anything. I don't even know how to search this. Just look up uh, San Francisco woman, woman trying to coach San Francisco. It'll come up. Not a general manager. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, she's not even. She's just put San Francisco's woman, a giant San Francisco Giants woman coach. Oh, that's her right there, Alessa Nacken. Manager job. Okay, let's look her up. Okay, Alyssa Nacken. Yep. There we go. Suzanne Summer died. I saw that. Chrissy Snow. She was a hottie. Yeah, she's in Playboy. Suzanne Summers? Yeah. God bless her. Yep. All right. Her, where is your the world? Where is your Wikipedia? There you are. Alyssa Nacken. <coughs> coach the San Francisco. First full time coach in Major League Vision. Well, she's got a master's degree, Jeff. So she's like, married to a man. Good for her. That was my next guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I wasn't lesbian, I was going with straight if she wasn't a lesbian. I don't know that I would like that. You wouldn't like her, your wife to be the coach of the baseball <clears throat> team? No. You don't think she's going to be seeing a lot of schlongs? She's going to see yeah. some hoses. Yeah. I just, I don't. I, Why? What disqualifies her other than being a woman? That's all I can think of. Okay. Well, so it's a sexist then on me. You are. I just don't think that's a spot for a woman. Why? You said if it was your wife, you wouldn't want Jesse doing that? No. Okay, why? But but why would you not want Jesse doing that? Because I wouldn't want her exposed to that stuff in the She's already around that. She's an assistant coach. Right. Okay. So she's already in this. She's already in this balls deep. <laughs> why can't Why can't she go ahead and be the manager? If she's already in this facility all the time, what prevents her from being a manager? I told you, I don't think it's a place for a woman. I'm putting myself She's out there. already there. Okay. I've told you why I do not think. She's already there. I just I So she should get fired because she's a woman, I even didn't. though she's already evidently done a good enough job that they're going to consider her for being the manager. Why would you hire an assistant coach on a coach you just fired for not winning? So you're going to hire his assistant? Jeff, he wasn't going out there quickly enough to tap on his wrist. <laughs> I would not hire a chick. First of all, if I owned the team, I'd hire whoever the hell I want. That's what they get into. The NFL is so fucked up on this diversity hiring shit. If you want to hire a black guy, hire him. You own the team. It's your money. Hire whoever you want to. You shouldn't have to, you should not have to interview anybody based on the color of their skin. You should be able to hire who you want. I can hire a guy I want. I don't have to hire a certain, go through a certain 
you know, process of, of, of interviewing people of color or sexual preferences or whatever. So now what's going to happen is they're going to hire this lady probably because the pressure's on them in San Francisco. They're going to hire her as a coach. And if she don't win, they're going to be stuck with her for three or four years. No. Yes. Because they can't hire, fire her because she's a woman. Then they're going to come up with a stupid rule is that every team needs to interview a woman before they hire a coach. The Rooney rule? Yep, is going to be there. And they're going to call it the uh, Billie Knackin Jean rule. King rule. Knacken rule. Or whatever it is. But it's just... I don't. I don't understand that. I think you should hire who's best for whatever she does. I don't know much about the lady. I just. I've been obviously reading, you're well, painting with a very broad brush. I've been reading a lot of Aubrey Huff's tweets, and he's obviously against her. And he knows he played for the Giants. He lives out there, so I'm going by what he's been saying about it. Is the first full time female coach in MLB history? I don't know, but I, I don't so, think it's very hard to be a fucking manager at that level. It would be a nice job to have because it probably pays five to ten million a year. Guarantee you, but I do not. I, I I think they're probably screwing up. And I don't know. Hope she may she may win five World Series, and I may want to interview her one day because she's won a World Series. Who knows? I just do not think nothing about her. Interesting. I think it's a harder job what she's doing now to be an assistant coach. Yeah, why? Because you're in charge of so much shit. You're in charge of making the manager look good. Well, obviously she didn't work. He got fired, so she wasn't doing her job. Maybe she sabotaged him. Maybe she was told by the higher ups. Listen. You're going to be it, but we can't win this year. So maybe she told the guys, like, listen, I know your whole life you've been taught to hit the ball when it's thrown at you. Don't do that. I I think if you're going to coach at that level, you should have played the game probably and understand it better. And she may what really the understand fuck the is game. What there to understand, Jeff? <laughs> you're making baseball sound like fucking brain surgery. It ain't fucking hard. So if you owned the Giants, you'd hire her as a coach. I'd hire whoever I wanted to, but That's I don't exactly think right. you can go get a fucking, you can, baseball's easy. <laughs> you got force outs and you got the other kind of out. I don't even know what it's called, <laughs> but I mean, it's fucking simple. It's off every baseball. It's place. fucking easy. There's no plays. Oh, you got a guy. I mean, you can rotate your defense every once well, in a while. You said Ron Rivera don't have a hard job either. He doesn't. Fuck, you, watch him. You watch him on the game. You don't think NFL head coaches have a hard job? I said Ron Rivera. Okay. I didn't say all of them. Andy Reid calls plays, for God's sakes. Matt LaFleur. Um, I mean, maybe they do their work during the week. I don't know. But anytime I see uh, Ron Rivera, he's doing this and with a pissed-off look. You think Matt McCarthy's a good coach? Uh, I think he's better than average. He had 32 teams. Aaron Rodgers, and Dak Prescott and can't win a playoff game. I'm seriously. The next time the commanders are on, watch Ron Rivera. I'm not a Ron Rivera fan anyway. Watch him. This is what he does. For three hours. That's it. He did play the game, though, and was very good. And that's the only the only reason he is a head coach in the NFL is because of Cam Newton. That's it. How'd he get the job before Cam? What do you mean? Well, you think they just said... Probably, oh, the, Rooney, do... probably the Rooney rule. Well, you think so? Yeah. Why? What do you mean? Why, why would do you think they hired him? He was a defensive-minded coach, and then... Here, I'll pull up his fucking record. I think well, he played for the Bears when they won the Super Bowl. And I think he was a coach at the 49ers under uh, Mike Singletary, I think. Why don't you just Ron Rivera and just pull up all of his, his stuff? Because I want it by year, Jeff. I want it by year to prove my point. What are you proving? These He hasn't won anything? We know that. I'm agreeing with you on that. I bet there's female coaches that are out there that are better than him. 
Six and ten. Seven and nine. Twelve and fourteen. Twelve and four. I'm sorry. Uh, seven and eight. Fifteen and one. That's the only reason he's still getting a job anywhere is fifteen and one in 2015. Six and ten. Eleven and five. Seven and nine. Five and seven. Seven and nine. Seven and ten. I'm not disagree. I'm not a big. I'm a Redskin fan. I'm not a Ron Rivera fan. I never have been. And and let's 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 be honest. What were his coaches or quarterbacks? He had Cam Newton in his prime, mm-hmm. and then when he left Cam Newton, it's been a fucking debacle at Washington. Well, it was a debacle the last couple of years at the, at the Panthers too. Yes, I'm not. I'm not a fan of his at all. But he has a defensive minded coaches coach, and. And his defense is the worst in the league, so. No, they're not that bad now. I don't think they're the worst in the league right now. Worse than New England's? Who debatably has the greatest coach to ever coach the game. What is it, 2023? Yep, that'd be the year we're in. Anyways, we went from this woman coaching to this. Yeah. Exactly. That's how we roll, Jeff. Oh, that's the power rankings. There's Washington. 21. That's the power rankings. Well, I'm not very... I don't think they're good. I think their young quarterback's going to be really good, though. I love Sam Howell. Here we go. Maybe this will will tell us. Browns with the top-rated defense. Browns, Ravens, 49ers. 25th. So he's not last. Twenty fifth, damn for close. Twenty fifth for the for the great Ron Rivera, the great defensive mind Ron Rivera. Yep, get rid of him. Look Fucking, at, where are the Patriots at? Patriots are at number nine. Yeah, they're bad offensively then too. Yeah, the great defensive minded Ron Rivera. You know, it's f- real funny is to see Sean Payton shit down there. Oh, I love it. I love every bit of what it. What a horse's ass. <laughs> that shit he said about Nathaniel Hackett and Biden. worst coaching job ever and all this. Well, do you see what Robert Slea told him after the game? Uh, be humble. Be humble. Yeah, I like I like that uh, Slea guy. I do too. He's, he's got probably, a lot of fire. He, he's probably going to get canned if they don't do well, though. I don't think. Well, he's they're going to give him two more years. Uh, they won't fire him after this year if they don't win another game this year. They won't fire him. He's done a good job there. They know that Aaron Rodgers has gotten hurt. Their offensive line's got some problems. They're going to sign a couple of free agent offensive linemen. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to come out before they come back for this year's out. I think. Did you see he's getting paid a million dollars a year to appear on the McAfee Show? Uh uh-uh. uh Yep. Money well spent. I mean, Pat McAfee just signed a big deal with ESPN. So, you know, they're catching a lot of <clears throat> shit about him being on College Game Day. There's a lot of people that don't like him. I can't grasp if I like him or not. A lot of him I like. Sometimes I, I don't care much for him, but I don't have really, you know what I mean? I don't really care either way. Yeah. But I watched College Game Day the other day. It was funny because it was in Washington, the Oregon game. Mm-hmm. It's fucking dark outside when they started. Yeah. But uh, he brings something to that show, a lot of energy. Yeah. And Lee Corso, you know, he's got to breathe on a mirror to make sure he's alive still. He but, teared up the other day, I saw Lee Corso. Corso did? Yeah. His life's at the end of his life. You know who his roommate was in college? The owner for Jerry Jones. No, Burt Reynolds. Oh. They were college roommates at Florida State. Well, good for them. That's a lot of fun. But they had a lot of... I bet they had some damn good times. Bet they had a lot of sex. I bet you they did, too. Um, Go back to the world on fire stuff. So, were you... Am I the only person that goes to Canada and does not feel like it's a normal country? 
outside of the small towns. Small town Canada is wonderful. It's just like being in small town America. But when I go to a big city in Canada, I've been to Vancouver, I've been to Calgary, I've been to Saskatoon, Regina. I haven't been to Montreal or Toronto yet, but I've seen a lot of shit on TV. I just don't feel like I'm in a regular country that's unified and patriotic towards their needs. Right. I felt like I was in a melting pot of nothing. Mm-hmm. Did you feel the same way when we were there? Uh, I mean, I, I, I can understand where you're coming from with that. Makes sense. There's no unifying... There's no unifying features of them all. No, it's like <clears throat> when, when you go to the United States, I don't care if you're black, brown, or white, or any mixture well, of those Well, you're before. also talking as an American, right? I, I am talking as an American, but after 9-11, our whole country was Americans. Mm. No matter what color you were, we were all Americans, because we all have that American dream. Now, there's places in our country, been to New York City lately, that's kind of a little out there on that part, but most everybody loves America, you go. You go to Canada, and I didn't feel that in the big city at all. I felt like I was in Bangladesh, or I was in Saudi Arabia, or China, or Japan. And it's just, there's it's a big, huge melting pot of shit, it seems like. Well, I don't ever feel a whole lot of country pride anywhere I go here, so. In America, you don't? No. Do you think that? I'm not looking for it either. Do you think that old Never walked in and been like, oh, yeah. Smell that? That's American right there. You don't feel like there's American patriotism in our country anywhere? No. See, I do. No. Not where? like it was after 9 You still see, I fly, I've got an American flag flying in my front yard. Okay. You don't think I'm a proud American? I mean, you're one. Do you, I don't go anywhere where I'm like, oh, yeah. After 9 11, there's a lot of America. Okay, but every, you're talking 22 years ago. You're right about that. And, and, and that's sad. But when I'm in Canada, I don't feel any of that at all. And I never you're have. You're not looking for it. You're, no. I mean, you're in America, you're, you're in a foreign place. And then I felt like I was in a foreign place. But when I go in small town Canada, I don't feel that way. When you go to big town America, do you feel the patriotism uh, oozing out of the pores, out of the gutters of big town, big city America? When you go to Dallas, you're like, fuck yeah, America. <laughs> it's the same thing as going to Calgary or Winnipeg or Saskatoon. No, because people act and still act like Americans. When you go to Canada, everybody acts like where they're from, and it's a whole different deal. I'm, I'm, you told me you understood what I was talking about. I understand what you're talking about, but you're also looking at it through rose-colored glasses towards America. Well, America is not the great, not as great a place as it used to be by any means either. I'm not meaning that, and I'm not judging all Canadians. Oh, you're judging? No, I'm not. But when I am in big city Canada, it just does not feel like you're in a unified. I, I don't know where. I, if you took me out of, if you blindfolded me and dropped me in one of the big cities in Canada, I don't think I could tell you I was in Canada. Could you tell you were in America if you went to Minneapolis right now? Yeah. 90% of the town I could. I couldn't probably if you dropped me off in the middle of the Muslim country over there in the city. Maybe that's where we were in Canada. We didn't go exploring Calgary. We landed in Calgary. Someone else was on us on the trip made that comment, and I thought, you know, that's kind of right. And then when we were in Calgary, (laughs) I was like, boy, they're fucking exactly right here. A lot of foreigners. Yes, lots. That's the country we should have taken over a long time ago. Canada? Fuck yeah. If Canada was not attacked, attached to the United States of America, it would be a European shithole country, I think. We should have just taken it. That's what we should have done. When we were declaring everything and, so you just know... Just taking Canada? Just, it's ours now. We'll take the oil. You, you know, you'll pay a lot of taxes. Welcome I, to America. I think the small town Can- Canadians would love to be part of America. Because uh, at least they would have a voice in some stuff. They could have gun rights and they could have... Yeah, they don't have any... 
they're 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 way way they are california that whole country is california i was more so just kind of talking shit but no you took it and ran what what, what part that we should have taken them over no well, we're not going to take them over i'm just saying though those people in the small towns in canada would agree with you they would probably love to be part of the united states of america because they would have a voice there are certain places you don't have a voice. If you're a conservative in California, you don't have a voice right now. It's all ran through the shithole of San Francisco and Sacramento. If you go to New York State, upstate New York, where we're fixing to go to again, same way. Those are great people in the world, but they're trapped into the New York politics. Canada, the whole fucking country is trapped into Montreal, Vancouver, and Ottawa. Mm-hmm. The whole country. And I feel sorry for those people. At least in the United States, you can move to states where you at least have like-minded people. For a little bit. You can move to North Dakota. It ain't changing for a long time. <laughs> They'll figure out a way to get it to change. I don't think they get enough Democrats to move there. <clears throat> and that's that's the problem there. Yeah. It's awfully cold in the wintertime. But you still sticking that you don't think Biden's gonna be the uh still sticking with it. He raised seventy two million dollars last quarter. Good for him. What a waste of fucking money. That's like giving money to Chris Christie. I did see where Mike Pence is broke now. Good for him. They lost like three or four hundred thousand dollars last quarter. Good. Yeah, I can't imagine giving money to Mike Pence. Is there another debate coming up? I guess that Ramswamy guy really is falling off. Who Vivek or whatever it is? Yeah, I guess he said some kind of talked out of both sides of his mouth, kind of like you were doing with Hamas and. Wasn't doing that with Hamas. I don't support Hamas at all. Well, I just said you, I, you were sympathizing I feel with a sorry for <clears throat> the innocent people that live in the middle of that shit. Just like I feel sorry for the innocent people that live in South Side of Chicago that have to go with all that shit. There's an old couple there that have lived there for their whole lives. They can't afford to move. You see what Trump said? No. I mean, the guy can't find his way off of a stage. Look, here's a stage. Here's a stage. I've never seen this stupid stage before. Right? I've never seen it. But if I walk left, there's a stair. And if I walk right, there's a stair. And this guy gets up. Where am I? <laughs> Where the hell am I? Where am I? I love Trump campaigning because he curses a lot. And it's rather funny. Well, he's himself. I don't know why he changes that. I don't know why I don't know why he gets to the big stage and then changes it. And I mean he's already way outspoken. Yeah, you know, probably more outspoken than he should be, but like he's dropping F bombs out there and uh I think it was this one. Retribution on our poli- I mean look, take a look. Retribution on our politicians and political opponents who are leading in campaigns by lots. Oh, we are beating them badly. <clears throat> That's what they really, that has to stop. What they've done is they've gone after opponents so that if you become president or some other job, but if you become president and you don't like somebody or if somebody's beating you by 10, 15, or 20 points like we're doing with crooked Joe Biden, let's indict the motherfucker. Let's indict. I don't know why we changed that. Nah, maybe because I don't. I don't know. Like, why are you that way on the campaign trail, but you're not? You know, maybe trying to not hurt some people's feelings. <clears throat> I guess he's he's going to be the man. He's going to win presidency. They're not going to be able to cheat this time. I don't think he's winning by fifty percent over fucking uh, Desantis. Yeah, Desantis screwed up. Desantis should drop his campaign, 
go back to Florida, be a great governor, and then get in the race. Because it's an open race after next year. Unfortunately. What? Yeah. And I mean, I don't know who the knight in shining armor is going to be. Yeah, I mean, in twenty twenty eight. Yeah, but it's, it's maybe it'll be Robert Kennedy. Maybe Jr. it'll be Kennedy. Maybe it will be. Maybe Kennedy will take the VP position here, like I keep hoping, and and then twenty twenty eight, he can just go right in there. I'm really curious. He's on, an independent now, Jeff. Yes. So you and know I, he you can you can legally vote for him now, and you don't even have to feel bad. I'm going to uh, I'm going to ask a lot of questions <clears throat> in Boston next week about that. Because all the people up there are big, big Kennedy people, and I'm curious to see what their thoughts are on him. You going to vote for Biden or you going to vote for Kennedy? Because because Trump's not winning Massachusetts anyways, right? It ain't going to happen. But I would really like to know what their thoughts are on that. If they're mad at Kennedy or if they're pissed off at the D- Democrats and Biden. You know, Gavin Newsom. I do not think you keep thinking they're going to put Gavin Newsom in. I don't think so, and I don't think Big Mike wants to be involved in politics. Which she's going to have to. Shim's going to have to answer a lot of questions. It's not going to be Biden. Well, not going to be Biden. He can't make it. Well, I, do, I don't think he can make it either. I saw where one of the squad members today has got some indictments coming on her for her husband getting paid from her campaign. I'm going to tell you what. If you're an American politician and you get up there and you want to cut off Israel and all that shit you say, that's the face of the Democratic Party. Mm. Not every Democrat feels that way. I know a lot of them that don't. But that's the people that you've got running your party. Whether you like it or not, that's what you're dealing with. You can sugarcoat the shit all you want to, but they're anti-Americans. They hate America. They want they, they feel sorry for these other foreign countries and shit, and that's their priority. And if you live in many hopeless or you live in Dearborn, Michigan, or anywhere that's infested with these camel riders, you are fucking, that's your leadership you got if you're voting blue. And those people have no part in American politics. Yeah. None. And we as a country have let those people hijack the parties. If if Donald Trump was not running for president and I had to vote, my next candidate out there that I would vote for would be Robert Kennedy. It would be. But I can't vote for Democrats because of their party. Now, well, he's not a Democrat now, Jeff. No, no I, I hold on just a minute, though. But when he was running and he was a Democrat, I could <clears> not vote for the Democratic Party because of their leadership up there. Every one of them. That damn guy in... Um, is it Hakeem Jeffries that's the speaker, the the Democratic uh, minority whip or, or leader, whatever it's called? I don't know anything that, about from it. From New York. He's as radical as the as a squad are and shit. And that, I just don't want them in charge of nothing. Right. I'm, just, I'm sick and tired of seeing America go without where these other countries get shit. And they're loaded. Every one of these other countries we give all kinds of shit to. And it's stupid. And we just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. The the shootings in the big cities, all the, sh- the shootings going on and stuff. What's happened now is those people have went from doing black-on-black street crimes just in their neighborhoods over drugs and shit. They're branching out into the urban areas shooting people and stuff now. Right. And now people are starting like, oh, we got to do something about this. You know, all of a sudden the mayor in all these cities like, we've got to get this under control. Why didn't you need to get it under control when it was all black-on-black crime? Why did you just let that fester and go? I mean, why do those people's black lives, why do they only matter if they get shot by a white cop? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, or somebody white does something to black people, then it's a, then it's a hate crime. Well, w- why can't we just fix the black neighborhoods and put cops down there and put those people arrest them? Was it a black person that uh, shot up the Texas State Fair? I don't know, but I'm going to guess probably yes. Oh, see, I was going to go the other way. Well, no, because you'd have known about it, and we would have known about oh, it. If it was a white guy, right. we would have known. Right, that's a white Trump supporter. He had on a I, right. Make America Great Gap 
again, cap. So I'm, I'm assuming it was a black guy. Something that didn't fit the narrative. Yes, it, it wasn't part of the news cycle. Yep, there he yeah, is. There he is, black guy. Young kid. Yep. Over fucking nachos or something, I guess. What? Well, it was in the food court. I'm assuming it was over drugs, if I was guessing. <clears throat> over nachos? I, it was in the food court, that's why I said that. I don't know. Two men and a woman were shot. They were later determined to have life, non-life-threatening injuries. <coughs> um... It doesn't say. Doesn't say why. I would not go. 22-year-old kid. You know, mom wants to go to the state fair. It is in a shitty fucking neighborhood. Right. It's in a shitty place. You got to park in a bad place and stuff. I'm surprised that's the first time that's happened. I really am. It's just, it's a bad, bad, it's a shitty neighborhood. They are, all this shit going on and stuff like that is killing the inner cities. Or any urban area of going to do anything. <clears throat> right. Would you go to Deep Ellum right now? They have uh, shootings down there all the time. That's during, an area. During the day, I would. That's an area in Dallas. That's a trendy area, but they're having a lot of problems down there because of all this shit. Right. You know? Uh, I would love to go to San Francisco's on my bucket list of places I, I've never been to in this country I'd like to see, but I'm, I'm not going there now. I'll probably never go there my whole life because I don't think it's going to get any better. That's sad. It's horrible. That's a really cool town to want to go to and like to see. Living your life in fear. So you would go to San Francisco? No, absolutely not. Okay. But, no fucking way. But it's what a beautiful historic town to go to and not be able to go to. New Orleans now. We got some friends of ours are fixing to go see Taylor Swift in New Orleans next Halloween. Ooh, that'll be fun. There is no is there, way. Is there an extra ticket for me? Uh, I bet you they could get you one. Uh, that's okay. But you... Some friends of ours, that's where they're taking their teenage daughter, their daughters, to go to that. Hell yeah. There is fun. Uh, you talk about a dangerous, the Mercedes-Benz Superdome ah. at nighttime on Halloween. It'll be all right. You're going to see some shit. You're going to see a lot of shit. Would you take your kids down there? No. Mm-mm. Not my jam. I, I, you know, you, you, we can go see Taylor Swift in concert in the theater. We don't have to, we don't have to be there. They went to that, told me the other day, listen <clears> to this. It's $100 a ticket. What? It's $100 a ticket. Fuck that. They had four theaters that were sold out. Wow. Three times a day. Wow. How much money is old Travis Kelsey's making on this deal now? She put him on the map. I mean, she really did. <laughs> but that's the kind of... I don't understand all the fanfare for her. I just don't. But I'm also not a fucking 14-year-old with a vagina. True. But that's a shitload of money. We're yeah. talking. They're not. They didn't have cost them nothing to make this. They're already doing concert. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They just it's, filmed the concert at L.A. It was that concert yep. that was filmed. Yep. Uh, look up and see how much the gates were on that for this weekend. Uh, Taylor Swift movie. Yeah. Swift movie. You know she eyed you that time in the Houston parking lot. She did. Andy. She did. And and Jesse, you should have booted at Jesse's ass right there she and did. got in that car with her. I, I really could have. There was a, there was a small window. Uh, my life could have been totally different. I'll never forget that. We're sitting on a curb and she's parked right in the car in front of us. Looked over at Andy. Gave me a little smile, a little nod. I was I was in. All I had to yep. do was walk and, and I'd have I'd have been I'd have been her uh one of her songs. Because I'd have broken her heart, Jeff. Y'all are about the same age, aren't y'all? <clears throat> probably well, she might be a little bit younger than me, but I'd have I'd have broken her poor little heart. It wouldn't have been pretty for her. Um what am I looking here? Her, her, what the ticket sales are for her ticket sales. movie. 
<clears throat> sets box office record for concert movie. $96 million. Over a weekend. Yep. I'll bet out of that $96 million, she probably got $15 million. I don't know. I bet she did. I bet her cut was $15 million for that. All I had to do was walk up there and I'd have had a cut of that, Jeff, because some of those songs would... Here's the deal. If you can prove that a song's about you, are you entitled to any of that money that that song gets? No. None? Why should you? Well, I mean, you're right. You didn't write the song. You're writing about our love affair, oh. our passionate nights that turned to turn to ashes right in front of our very own eyes. I, I do not listen to Taylor Swift. What's her best song? What's her number one selling song ever? Not her uh, best, because that's all opinion. Because Van Halen's Drop Dead Legs is her greatest song ever, and it's not even top 50, probably. That's my favorite, my opinion. Um, that's a good question, Jeff. <clears throat> uh, this says it is... Uh, that's actually giving me a list of all of her number one songs. Okay. Taylor Swift, top... I just wondered what her top song was. Selling song. And I don't even know how they can do it because they don't sell singles no more. Right. Um, I guess her most downloaded song ever nowadays would probably be it. We'll look that up. See, but that, that's probably going to change because she was she's at the tail end of the CD movement, and now she is in... Well, that's why I said the most downloaded. <clears throat> but that's what I mean. Some of her earlier stuff might be more popular, but right. it was CDs, you know... So she's kind of uh, <clears throat> she's kind of been in both worlds. If that makes sense. Uh, let's go. Number two. I don't want to live forever. I have never heard that song. Never have either. Blank space. Don't even know what that is either. Is yeah, it about a man? Heard, is it about a it. guy breaking her heart? No, it's actually about her breaking a guy's heart. Oh, good for her. She's stepping up her game. Now. She's got a blank space, baby. And she'll write your name. Mm. That makes sense. Yep. Anyways, I just wonder if it was broken. But no, you do not mm. get you do not have rights to that because you get your heart broke. Shake it off is number three. I've heard that one. Even movies, if they do a movie about someone and you broke their heart, the movie, I don't think they got to pay you nothing for that. Like what about I'm trying to think? Like what about like auto autobiographical movies? Like Oppenheimer. Does Oppenheimer's family get anything of the Oppenheimer movie? I, it's probably whoever wrote it. I don't know. Look it up and see. I, that's a good question. So that makes sense. Does the Oppenheimer family get any money out of residuals from... Because in a lot of movies that are like based on a true story, it says names, dates, places have been changed, blah, 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 blah. Says for their security, but it's probably a way of not having to pay them. But like a autobiographical feature, like you can't change Oppenheimer's name. But you would figure, maybe that his family would be owed something. What's the last uh, movie about someone that's come out that's been good? Probably Oppenheimer. Look up and see if he gets anything. I was trying to think of somebody before that. I mean, you had that Churchill movie with, uh, yeah, the Longest Day or whatever it was called. Yeah. Or not the longest day. I can't remember what it longest was. Longest hour. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you think like the crown that's on Netflix, do they pay Queen Elizabeth? They pay money to oh, that Oh, I guarantee deal? you. Queen Elizabeth had that shit locked down. She knows how to make money. Well, she's dead now, so. Well. Uh, 
it's not going to give me an answer. So, I mean, I don't know. Like they, there was a series on Netflix on John Adams a couple years ago, and it was really a good series. But I don't know if if that family gets any money out of that or not. Right. When they made this Ring of Fire <clears throat> about Johnny Cash, Oppenheimer surpassed nine hundred twelve million dollars globally, but it doesn't say if the Oppenheimer family gets any money. I'm going to bet no, except for the Queen. She got money. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming if you would say your story to someone, they'd have to have your permission. But like <clears> when <throat> they made the movie about Muhammad Ali and right? Jamie Foxx played him, did Muhammad Ali get a bunch of money out of that? That was Will Smith. Or Will Smith. I think Jamie Foxx is playing Mike Tyson. I don't see how that happens. I think it's already done. Jamie Foxx is better looking and taller. Uh, uh, well, maybe not. Jamie Foxx played Ray Charles, didn't he? Yes, he did. I wonder if Ray Charles' estate got money for that. I'm sure there's something that they get some money on, but are we going to go back for historic forever? Right. I mean, if they make a movie, didn't you say they got something about Napoleon coming out? Yeah, with Joaquin Phoenix. I wonder if Napoleon's family gets some money out of that. Never mind, they pulled Jamie Foxx. They did? Damn it. He does a good Mike, and Mike Tyson impression, though. From his, uh, what was that movie? What was that show? It's where he... Uh, where he played the girl. Well, it was like a in skit, Living skit, Color? Yeah, was that what it was? Probably. Like the skit comedy type stuff? Oh, where he played uh, Wanda? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah great. <laughs> Nothing so I can stand like an ugly man. <laughs> She's pretty on the inside. We'll turn her ugly ass inside out. <laughs> I'm in the hood, I'm doing this joke, and I'm killing L.A., and I get to my Mike Tyson joke. And that's where I usually I get a standing ovation. And when I get to the joke, nobody laughs. Mm. Nobody. You know why? Because Mike Tyson is in the building. <laughs> <laughs> and it was crazy, because that's when Mike Tyson was, like, knocking people out for just smiling, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you, you was breathing wrong, knocking yeah. and, and I get to that joke, and somebody yelled, Mike is in here! <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, that was my, that was me. Bye, bye. I lost because you know, because everything clenched up. I was like, bye, wow. Yeah, and then it was a black girl, and you know, it was a black girl egging on. She was sitting in the front. What you gonna do, Jamie? You gonna tell your little joke? <laughs> and then the dude yelled out, "Mike, sir, you could do the joke, but that better be funny." <laughs> so now it's the pressure so I do the joke I think it was something like Mike Tyson Mike Tyson going through the drive through with Kentucky Fried Chicken or something like that <laughs> hi this is Mike Tyson <laughs> so welcome to Kentucky Fried Chicken yeah can I get chicken uh, chicken and biscuit and some slaw <laughs> <laughs> what's that you say so I want slaw I want slaw lots of slaw <laughs> So, so anyway, anyway, the joke goes over, it's a standing ovation, and then Mike comes up to me, there he is! <laughs> and I remember, I was like, oh, yeah, cause, and he just tapped me on the chest like that, my chest caved in. <laughs> but Even that, that hurt. Oh, my goodness, yeah. but that's when, I, that's when I got that bug, man, and, yeah. and I actually hung out with Mike. Mike. You know, we have a guy hunt with us that's from Terrell, Texas, that grew up with him. Jamie Foxx? Yeah. He's super talented. Oh, yeah, he's very, very, very <clears> talented. <throat> He can play a serious role. He can play a funny role. Look, he can sing. He can sing. He's fucking hilarious, obviously. Did you ever see when he ad-libbed on the ESPYs and was singing to Serena Williams? <laughs> no. Oh, it's fucking great. I did see Trump played Serena Williams. Huh? Yeah, he played tennis with oh, her. Oh, yeah, yeah, I played tennis with her, yeah. Yeah. 
No, he didn't play her in a, like a movie or anything. That would be racist. You can't do that now. You have to put a lot of makeup on Trump to make you believe he's Serena Williams. Well, yes, and probably grow some bigger shoulders on him. Probably so. Michelle Obama could probably play Serena Williams. She could. But anyways, you, did you see when Serena, they asked her about playing against men? Yeah, yeah, she said. Absolutely hell no. It. Can't do it. She goes, I can't beat a man. But Jamie Foxx is super, super talented at everything he does. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a funny, funny bitch too. There was one movie. I don't think it did very well, but I thought it was hilarious. Um, uh, fuck, I can't remember what it is now. Where is he single dating? No, he went to prison. I'll find it right here. I'll tell you another one I really like. I like Martin Lawrence. Yeah? He kind of went crazy for a while. He had that whole... Uh, shit, I don't even remember what it was, but he went through a time where he went a little crazy. Uh, any given Sunday, best football movie behind Rudy. Uh, f- no, fuck no. Varsity Rudy Rudy's. is a great fucking show. It's terrible. No, it, there is no way Rudy is a terrible movie. It's an awful movie. It's a great movie. It's a great story behind it. You just, you don't get it. Awful, awful movie. Um, bait. Bait was what it was. Oh yeah, that is pretty good. I thought it was hilarious. Willie Beeman got them girls creaming. That's right. It goes Varsity Blues, Any Given Sunday, uh, Remember the Titans. That's it. I'm going to put Remember the Titans behind Rudy. <laughs> and I'm going to put Radio up there with him, too. No. So Radio's not a football movie? No. What is it? No. Sad movie. It is very sad. Made me cry. Movie you don't ever want to watch. No, I've done it. I didn't want to watch it. And y'all made me watch <laughs> it, and I was bawling. Oh, Friday Night bad. Lights, uh, it, it's an okay movie in a pinch, but... No, because it's historically wrong. Well, and most bothers, people don't, and that most bothers people don't me. know that. That bothers me, though. Most people don't know that. It's kind of like watching a fucking movie, and they've got a goose out there, and you got ducks quacking. Yeah. I'm like, does somebody on the set not understand how to fucking hunt or anything about it? Nope, they don't. I, did I tell you I watched The Revenant the other day? Yeah. Oh, what you a great movie. You went on and on about it. It's a great movie. <clears throat> uh, excellent, excellent movie. Sure, you were bashing the bear attack scene. No, it was a very, very, very good movie. But that's just because you don't know the historical inaccuracies. You got to watch it for what it was. On The Revenant, I didn't know the historical inaccuracies? Yeah. Which part's inaccurate? Most of it. Name two things that's inaccurate. Uh, I don't really think he went... Well, fuck, I'll just pull it up. I can't remember this shit off the top of my head. I just know that it's historically inaccurate. You don't think he crawled <clears throat> back to that camp? No, the bear. I think the bear attack was real. Inaccuracies. There we go. Uh, let me see. I don't know if it'll let me. Read oh, look it. at that! He shot it twice without reloading. Yes, that is an inaccuracy. But who? Nobody was there then. He's a hell of a story. But men were different back then. When I watched it, I thought about the freezing part too with the hypothermia and <clears> shit. <throat> the men find glass in a rum old state. Anyways, it, it was a good movie, and it was entertaining, and it made you feel like you were there. And it that's was. what makes it a very good movie. Yeah. And but, if, but if you were a Hugh Glass historian, you'd be like, this fucking movie's garbage. I they wa- didn't get shit right. I watched, uh, there's a new series on Netflix right now, Frontiersman or something, and it's about different stories, and his is one of them. <clears throat> and one of the guys that was with him, and I can't remember the guy, who's the guy that left, left him for dead? Tom Hardy? No, well, who's Tom Hardy's character that he's playing? Anyways, it talked about that kind of stuff. It's just very John Fitzgerald. Yeah, right there. It, it, his was one of the stories. They and Jim did Bridger. Too. Jim Bridger was one of them. They did too. 
They did that. They did all three of them on that in that new Netflix here. I think it's Netflix. It might have been Amazon Prime. But anyways, it's a it's an interesting deal because I like that kind of stuff. And um, I like the Frontiersmen, but they kind of got weird. You know, I think it was the Frontier. The Frontier when they're out of Montreal trapping. That's a hell of a story to go down the Saint Lawrence River. I watched Lawrence a little River. bit of that. It's got the Samoan guy, right? Yes, uh, <clears throat> Big Fucker, whatever his name is, Jason Momoa. Yes, and um, but it's based on a true story. And it's from Montreal, and it's crazy how modern Montreal was back in the early 1700s compared to everything else. But they would go down the St. Lawrence River all across the headwaters of Lake Superior, trap, come down through Lake Superior to Lake Michigan to Fort Detroit. It's just, that's crazy mm-hmm. to think of what they would do in a damn canoe. This says there were no accounts of Glass ever even having a child. So, well, it was a good story. It's a very good movie, it's a very entertaining movie really really good it was that opening scene with the indians is very good too you know a movie that was on tv the other day and i wouldn't watch because i can't watch to stand to watch his liberal shit anymore is kevin costner but the guardian when he played the uh coast guard guy mm-hmm. that's really a good movie too he's been in some great movies great actor. yeah <clears throat> yeah that's a good movie um what's an, i've never seen dancing with wolves i don't have three hours oh that is a very very good movie oh just the idea of watching that seems like a downer. Why? It just does. About a man who was a Confederate soldier, a Union soldier that it just, left the just, war and went and lived and wanted to go with the most, wanted to be away from people. He's just fucking sitting there around the fire for three hours is what it seems like to me. Huh? Is that not it? No, not even close. No. He's got that one girl and she's an Indian, right? Yeah, she's a hottie. I don't know. Field of Dreams was okay. That's not one of my favorite movies. Yes, no. Uh-uh. I, I, Kevin Costner's, uh, and I didn't like the Bodyguard much either. Nah, I'm not into all that shit. But I just, I mean, it was okay movie. Whitney Houston was a beautiful lady. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Let's stop the top and see what his first movies were. Oh, uh, those aren't going to be anything you've ever heard of. You never know. The Untouchables was good. American Flyers. He was a biker, I guess. Bull Durham. He loves baseball, apparently. JFK was really good. Uh, Wyatt Earp. I don't think I've ever seen it. Water Waterworld is actually not a bad show, but it gets so much negative press. Tin Cup is my favorite movie of his. Love Tin Cup. And I'm not even a golfer. That's a fun movie. Uh, 3,000 Miles of Graceland. I liked. That was good. Yeah, open range. Oh fuck! How could you? How could you forget about open range? I don't know if I've seen open range. Oh boy, that's one you got to go watch. It's a long one, I think. Two and a half hours, maybe. That's a good one. Mister Brooks was okay. And that's about it. Put up Matthew McConaughey. I want to look at his mu- movies because I think he's a better actor. He's going to be the new lead for. Uh, well, he says that's a dream role. Who did? Matthew McConaughey. The new lead in what? Uh, Yellowstone. Oh, well. I would actually say this. He would be one of the few people that's an actor. For, he was out here at the, and we saw him. I would actually maybe speak to. Fanboy a little bit? I don't know if I'd fanboy it, but I, he would be an interesting guy. I'd shake his hand. He's a UT guy. Loves UT. Uh, let's see here. His movies. I love Dazed and Confused is a great show. If you've not seen that, that's a must if you're 50 years and older. I've not seen it. You've never seen Dazed and Confused? Oh, that's a great mm-hmm. show. It's a good show. 
Okay, starts off pretty rocky. Return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, Days and Confused was before that. He was living in Austin when they did that. No, I know that. A lot of big stars in that, too. But then it goes downhill. Uh, A Time to Kill was pretty good. Great movie. A great movie. Never watched that. The Newton Boys is a good movie. Never watched that. Uh, U571 is a damn good show. Seen parts of that. Uh, Rain of Fire. I remember he was in that. I never saw it. I love Sahara because I read all of Clive Kessler's books. He's my favorite author, and I loved Sahara. And I was sure hoping they were going to make a run of it like 007 and do a lot of movies of that. He's got a funny story about this time in his career because for a long time he was the chick flick guy. He was the heartthrob. Bromance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, they send me over a script, and I, I'd already made up my mind. Like, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to not. I've got to not take these parts so that I can move on. He's like, they offered me a certain amount of money, and he's like, nope, I'm out. <clears throat> Resent the script, added a little, added a couple extra zeros maybe, and he's like, well, shit. Let me read it again. He said the script actually got better the more which money they were going to pay one? him. He didn't take the role. Oh. Failure to launch is great. Failure to launch Funny is good. Uh, two for the money's. It's not bad. It's we like, Are Marshall good. is an excellent show. Uh, Tropic Thunder. He's got a little part in it. Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. Is that with... Uh, who's his uncle in that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, God dang it. Had throat cancer from eating his wife's vagina. Um, <laughs> what was his name? Uh, Michael Douglas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. It <laughs> was a good show, though. He's really blame-shifting there. <laughs> Sir. Dirty, dirty, <laughs> dirty snatch gave me throat cancer. I'd never seen the Dallas Buyers Club. I watched it. it was I didn't understand it. I didn't understand all and the guy with AIDS, didn't it? it? Yep, yep. And I've never seen the Wolf of Wall Street. And I was told again Saturday night I need to watch it. You do need to watch that. And they say Interstellar's good too. Uh, it was lost on me. It's a long one and it's got a fucked up ending. But White, White Boy Rick is a really good show. Didn't watch it. He hadn't made movies in a while, has he? 2021? Free State of Jones. Have you seen that? No. Great show. I think our boy... No, he didn't do that. That is a great movie. Never watched it. It is a very good... If you're a Civil War guy, you need to watch that. It's a really good movie. I'm sure it's historically inaccurate in some parts. I'm sure it is, Jeff. But it's a very good movie. No, he don't, he don't take. He don't use deodorant. No. What is what is with the deodorant and the aluminum? What is the problem with that? It's got aluminum in it. Your body doesn't need aluminum. You yeah. drink fucking cokes out of an aluminum can. Yeah, but it's got a liner in it. Hmm. There's a liner inside the coke, so that the aluminum doesn't leach. Are you sure of this? Yeah. Are you are you con- are you you sure? Cut that can open, and you'll see that there's like a little film in it. Don't stick your finger in there, though, because it'll cut you. You got a knife over there cut. It's bubbly, sparkling water. You can see it. I don't think there's a liner in them. Fucking mess up my Williams knife cutting open this fucking can. Or I'm Don't cut, cut your fucking knife. finger. You got to carry my luggage tomorrow. Yeah, you can feel it. Feel the inside of that. It's like rubbery. 
Yes, it is. I'll be damned. So, anyways, what's alum- why is aluminum bad for you on your deodorant? Jeff, I don't know. But, I mean, that's all these big stars that don't use deodorant all say the same thing. There's a long list of them. <clears throat> yeah, there's aluminum-free deodorant now. But, but Jeff, they they're killing you. They're killing you. Ho- Every, ho- everybody, they're, they're killing you. Ho- hold on. The same people that are doing that, though, will buy weed off somebody on the street and smoke it. Okay. What You fucking trust what fucking people are going to sell you on the street? Might have fentanyl in it. Well, you got to go to a... Jeff, I'm, you're not fucking... I'm all for legalizing weed. Like, you should be able to go anywhere. But but my point is, these same people that won't do aluminum, though, will buy dope off the street. Off you don't somebody. know that. Oh, some of them do. No, you don't. Oh, bullshit. That, bullshit on that you deal, 100%. So they're just walking around the downtown streets of Austin like, hey, let me see your weed. No, but they buy weed. I'm not talking about just Austin. I'm talking about everywhere in California and shit. These people that don't put aluminum under their fucking arms because they're worried about getting something will take buy drugs off of someone on the street and take the son of a bitches. I disagree. You don't think they do that? No. You don't think Matthew McConaughey's ever smoked dope at somebody's house? Yes. Okay, and you think every one of those th- comes from a controlled environment? No. Two main health issues usually cited when talking about aluminum and antiperspirant is Alzheimer's disease and breast cancer. During the 1960s and 70s, aluminum was identified as a possible suspect in Alzheimer's degenerative brain disease. Uh, the suspicion led to concern about exposure to aluminum through everyday sources such as pots, pans, beverages, cans, antacid, and antiperspirants. Okay, so where do they think they're, they're what they're cooking on? Where does it come from? That's what yeah, that's why you got to cook on copper. Well, there, there, there's some places that don't have copper. So when I bought mom her copper dishes, I was doing it more for safety concerns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's not going to get Alzheimer's now. I think she's already got first stages of that shit. I do too sometimes myself. <clears throat> the fact that there have been older studies here and they're indicating links between aluminum and certain diseases doesn't mean those links are seen as firmly established by scientific and medical communities. So it's another one of those things where uh, the deodorant companies probably bought off scientists. Just like the sugar company did. Kind of like hemp? Well, just like the sugar company did. They bought off all these scientists to say that sugar wasn't causing all these problems. So there you go, Jeff. They're Did, poisoning us. Didn't you? Was I listen, Were you listening to something earlier that said cancer can't live in a sugar state? Yeah, that's what Ron always said. But yeah. Um, is it sugar or is it uh, salt? <clears throat> Hang on. Here's this guy. You see, large life insurance companies have a database. It's got 370 million lives in it. If that database that they hold could see the light of day, it would permanently change the face of humanity. It would upend modern medicine in a way that would be catastrophic. You see, there's 370 million lives in this database. And what this database has that no other clinical study has, no research study has, no university, no governmental agency, no other place on earth, knows the day, the date, the time, the location, and the cause of death for 370 million lives. So they take that data and they pull it back into people's lives. And the team that I was on, if we were able to get five years of medical records on you and five years of demographic data, we could tell the insurance company how long you had to live to the month. And yes, it's that accurate. And if you want to know how accurate insurance companies are, just look at what happened in the financial services crisis, right? 2008, 2009, we had 364 banks fail. Not one life insurance company failed. 
There's no other financial enterprise on the planet that would take that much risk on one variable, 25 million, 50 million, or $100 million worth of risk. And the only thing that matters is how many more months does this person have left on earth? And I was brainwashed by that industry because they led me to believe that this was just data, that I couldn't make an impact. And I realized one day that there were human beings on the other side of those spreadsheets. And I made a decision that day to turn in my resignation to leave that industry and spend the balance of my lifetime helping people live healthier, happier, longer lives. Yeah, but that didn't, he's not fixing the problem. What do you mean? He said the insurance companies know when to within a month of when you're going to die. He's telling people how to get healthier is what he's doing now. That don't, it, okay, I'm not going to. It's, it's too deep anyway. See, the insurance companies are the polar opposite of Google and Facebook. They collect voluminous amounts of information, but they don't share that information back with anyone. If they did, they don't buy that. And modern medicine and healthcare in a way that would be. Hold so on. That's not the video. Because he's going by demographics <clears throat> and he's going just purely on numbers. And yes, numbers don't lie. Statistics don't lie. But they can't tell you when you're going to live or die. They're just going by an average. The average person that lives in Knox City is going to live to be a certain age. They could do 100 years of studies and come up with that, and they say it's 73.8, 73 and 8 months. Well, that's the average, but that doesn't mean you're going to be there. That's just the average of everybody compliant. If somebody dies at 95 and somebody dies at 46, but it averages out to 73.8, that's what they go by. Do you not agree on that? I don't know how the insurance company does it, but he says that he can he can accurately predict if he sees all of your medical records and sees if he can get the whole picture, he can accurately predict the month you're going to die in. Actuaries is what that's called. But I don't but that's it, it it's not 100% accurate. They're just going by mm -hmm. the statistics on average. That's what I was going to say. If in Knox City the average person dies at 70 years old, well someone dies at 50 and somebody dies at 90, it equals 70. So it's it's they can't accurately tell you everyone that's going to die. They just going by the statistics say this is when you're going to die, and that's what the insurance companies do. They 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 go by the numbers. So if they've got a thousand people and they say, well, thousand people, the average death's going to be seventy. So they set the rates according to that, and some are going to live longer, and some are going to live shorter. Just like my grandfather. My grandfather died retired from General Motors in like 1978. Mm -hmm. He died in 2018 or something at 99 years old. But it's like 2012, whatever. It was. He died at 99 in 10 months. He beat the actuaries to death. Right. General Motors paid him longer than they ever paid him for working there, and he got a raise all the time because of the union. Well, he he beat the actuaries, but the average person dies, and that's what they go by. All insurance companies are is averages. Not according to him. He was <laughs> in the business, Jeff. He that's not what they go by. Yes, it is. But he can say he can he can predict everything. No, he can't. What he says. He can't predict when you're going to die. That's what he says. No, he can predict the average for a million people are going to die or 10,000. He can't do it person by person. He did he, it for Dana White. What did he tell Dana White? He, Dana White said it scared the shit out of him. How old's Dana White? Uh, when did he tell Dana White he was going to die? I don't. Dana White won't release that information. Because this, he don't want to sell this guy out. No, he loves this guy. The guy, guy can he can tell you an average for a bunch of people. He can't tell you a person by person deal. It's not possible. First of all, he can't account in for a fucking car wrecks. He no, can't. It, it, you don't account for any of that. Dana White's 54 years old. I, I, don't, I don't buy this guy. I think he's a fucking snake oil salesman. Well, here's another one of his videos. Okay. The diabetes is a $110 billion annual industry. 
Big Pharma makes $110 billion a year on diabetes. How many of you think they want to shut that down? Right. Oh, one person does? Okay, well, I You're would stupid. take issue with that. They don't want to shut that down. No. Um, so, the, in fact, if you asked me, if you said, Gary, nobody, nobody would say this. This is a hypothetical. Um, but if you said, Gary, write me a diet that would guarantee I get diabetes, I would go right to the American Diabetic Association website, I would download their dietary guidelines, and I would send them to you. Check it out. I'm not making this up. If you, if you go there, you'll see. You know what they recommend for a type 2 diabetic first thing in the morning for breakfast? Olive oatmeal, glass of orange juice, with natural honey, crushed brown sugar. If you know anything about diet, how much fat, how much protein is in that? Zero. That is all high glycemic carbohydrates. So if you follow that diet, what happens? Your blood sugar spikes. If your blood sugar spikes, what do you need? Insulin. It's an insulin dependency diet. It's perfect. Break into your house Friday night, come back Saturday morning, sell you a security system. It's a perfect unit, right? Biggest issue in the world, in my opinion. I, that, on that, I agree with him on. I'm not, but it's going by averages. You cannot tell an individual when they're going to live and when they're going to die. You can go to right now to um, MD Anderson in Houston, and you can find somebody with stage four pancreatic cancer, and you can't tell them what day they're going to die. You just got to tell them the month. You can't even do that all the time and be 100% accurate. But it's, it's like the insurance business. If you insure a million homes in Florida, you know... In a million homes in Florida, you got to scatter it all over. You know, ten percent of them are going to get hit by a hurricane every year. So you can you put the policies at that level where you're going to make money. The other ninety percent are paying for the ten percent plus your profit margin that you write into it, and that's how you do it. And that's all he's doing. And he's right about the insulin deal. You know, here's it, Dana White talking about him. The one thing that she told me about Gary Brecca that got me interested was he's a human biologist. He's not a doctor. Okay. And he's a mortality expert. So he used to work for the insurance companies, which he says are the dirtiest businesses on planet Earth. Basically, they send these guys in like him. They do these tests on you, and they know when you're going to die. And they're right within a month. So I'm like, wait a minute. This guy can tell me when I'm going to die and be right within a month? And she's like, yeah, it's incredible. But just your blood, pretty much. Yeah, your, your blood and your DNA. Yeah. I became obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> obsessed. So I had to meet this guy. I had to get my blood done by him, and I had to have him tell me when I was going to die, which most people didn't. were like, you're crazy. Why would you want to know that? Two reasons. Number one, you, you do, here's the thing about living, uh, you know, how long are you going to live, right? You don't want to blow all your money before you die. But you don't want to leave too much money on the table either. <laughs> you can't when you take die, it with right? you, exactly. So, so I, I was, I was, I said, okay. Well, if he tells me I got seventeen years, I can lay this thing out and go crazy and have have a blast for the next seventeen years. That's how twisted I am. That's where I was at. So that's what I wanted to know. So my son had his twenty-first birthday. We did it down in Miami. Gary Brecca and Ten X is out of Miami. So I went down there. They did my blood work, and. I'm dying to know when I'm going to die. So he calls me up and he says, we got your blood work back. I'm like, all right, give it to me. What, you know, what, tell, tell me when I'm, he says, I'm going to fly out there on Wednesday. I'm like, fuck. Wednesday. He's like, I, I, I want to sit down and I want to, I want to walk you through everything. So he comes out on Wednesday and, and, and the thing that got me is I believe in nothing. 
until you prove to prove to me that 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 what you're talking about is true. This guy sat down. He knows nothing about my medical history. I told him nothing about how I feel, what's going on. He sat down for three hours, walked through my blood work, and told me every single thing that was wrong with me. He also told me what what was wrong with my parents. Wow. And he was right about mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. So by the time I was done talking to him, I was blown away. And then he said, so do you want to know? You know, how many years you have left? And I'm like, yeah. He gave me 10.4 years. Wow. Yeah. He said, if you keep doing what you're doing right now and you stay on this trajectory, you got 10.4 years. You're deciding. I was like, fuck. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm 52. You know what I mean? I was like, because when we did it, I was 52. I'm 53 now. But That's I'm like, insane. that takes me to 62 and a half, almost a half. <laughs> um, so... Uh, Got to at least get to the average. He, he said, "Yeah, exactly, exactly. Give me 70. He said, uh, "He said you do exactly what I tell you to do for ten weeks, and I guarantee you, I'll change your life." Now so, I want to know how long he said he can get him to, because that's going to be the ultimate test. Yeah, you're going to bust your ass for six months, <clears throat> right? Or sixteen years, right? I'll get you. I can get you to eleven years. See, I don't. I don't buy that though. He, he sold how, Dana he, White. How's he know Dana White's not going to get cancer? Blood work. Blood work don't show if you're going to have cancer. Everybody take blood work now and they, if they could screen you for cancer 10 years down the road. He knows what to look for to see all of these things. He did it for a living. He did it for a living, Jeff. Insurance companies. Not one insurance company went bankrupt during the financial crisis <laughs> they of 2008 and 2009. Insurance it's because they're good at what they do. They don't do it on a person-by-person basis. They do it by That's what they huge, sold you. no. They do it by a huge number of no, it's it's all it is is money and odds. The average person's going to live to be seventy eight years old in America, right? That's the average. Okay, so what you do is you sell a bunch of people life insurance policies for not a lot of money that are twenty five, thirty years old, right? Because they're not going to die unless they have a car accident or something. Correct. And the percentages of someone dying before the ages of forty is probably less than one percent, and it goes up as you get older. So they insure, and then when you get over fifty, if you want a big insurance policy, they charge you a whole lot more. Do they price hike you? Because I've got life insurance. Yes. So when I turn fifty, I'm going to have to start paying more than uh, what I am now. I'm I not lock- locked into this price. My insurance that I have is locked in, and it's a over a million dollar policy. And I've been paying it for, for 25 years. I'm probably going to be cut off here pretty quick on it. I'm going to have to probably get another one, and it's going to be a, a substantially increased what? price. All the, all the shit that you paid, Yes, because it's have, gone. Well, yeah, because I'm just that paying a monthly deal. That insurance policy's gone. Well, when, it, when it's done, it's done. That's horse shit. Well, that's the way they do it. That's fucking... They're in it to make money, Andy, that's, not friends. Well, they should be friends. Yeah, but they're not. They, 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 only a friend, when they have to come over and write you that check, or your family gets it. Now... What 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 they'll do is yeah it'll cost more after that, you know you can be like what's that what's that commercial that's on? God dang it! There's a life insurance guy and he's funny as shit. It's like you can be like you can be like a Lou. He's on wife number two. Have you not heard them commercial? I don't think I've heard that one. Uh, it's on one of the it's on one of the football deals. Anyways, it's a it's a commercial and the guys it's a life insurance deal. But yeah, that's that's why they do it. So if you're at seventy, like at seventy five years of age, if you want to go out and get two million dollars worth of life insurance, it's going to cost you a shitload of money because your average is going to only live for three years, yeah, or four years. So they're going to make it high as shit for you. Right. If you're twenty and you want that policy, it's not going to cost nothing because they're not planning on paying that out. So let's say I live 
20 more years. 36 now. I live to 56. Well, you, I hope you live a lot longer than that. You should. Well, let's You're healthy. Say, let's, you take but, care but, of but that's what I'm saying. They're, the life insurance policy that I have now is going to go away, and they're going to fucking ding me for another one for another 500 a month or something? They could. I don't know what the policy states. We've had Me and Tony have had our same insurance policies now for almost 30 years. And we bought a pretty significant policy because mom, me and mom were married and you boys were little. And if something happened to me, I wanted to make sure that y'all were taken care of. Right. So I had a, a really big insurance policy and same with Tony. Well, as we get older, they're probably going to phase that out. Fuckers. All of it right now. They haven't, but I, and I haven't even, I need to look, I've been the same policy forever, but yeah, that's what they do. But you get new policies, but for young people, life insurance is cheap and everybody young needs to have life insurance. If you have a family, you need to have life insurance. You know, you're, you're, you're selfish if you don't think about what happens to your children if something happened to you or your wife. Jesse's a good-looking gal. Mm -hmm. Jesse's going to have an opportunity to move in with somebody three days after you're dead. Right. It's going to happen. Well, it needs to happen early because, I mean. But she, she would have that opportunity. Well, she does now. But what about 10 years from now? She's Jesse will still be pretty in 10. 20 years from now, she might not be such a hot topic. But she's a pretty lady. And she, she, she if is. she works and she does well for herself, she doesn't need someone to take care of her. Right. She could take care. If something happened to you, I'm going to, by God, me and mom are going to make for sure y'all are taking, the kids are taking care of and her. You know that. Right. But Jessie's a pretty lady. She'd meet someone else. Mm -hmm. And you would want her to, I would hope. You don't want her to be by herself forever, mm -hmm. do you? No. And the boys, they need that in their life. But there are people out there that if something happened to them, their kids are fucked. Yeah. You know, there's some buddies of mine got some ugly wives. Right. Ain't nobody going to go back in on them. Mm -mm, but never. but you have to, I mean, you do need to be accountable for your children and think about their future if something happens to you. Well, I'm sad that you don't believe this guy. I, I'm not saying I don't believe on some of the stuff he's mm -hmm. saying. I believe the blood work can show a lot of stuff. No, I'm just saying that the insurance companies go by big numbers. They don't just go by single individual people. You know, if if, if that's the case, he could go to, just randomly pull somebody out of a deal and say, you're going to live in three years and six months, something's going to happen to you and you're going to die. I bet he could. No. I bet he could. No. There's no way. The problem is, is like, who's playing it Who's playing it out? Well, you know what I mean? Looks like, oh, Dana White is. We'll see what happens to Dana White. This would be a perfect case study. He could find somebody cool. like Ron Stanfield who was not going to change shit right. and see how close he's going to be on that. Yeah. But but he's, he says, I don't account for cancer and accidents. Well, fuck, that's part who of it. Who said that? I thought you said that. So he said. No, he doesn't account for accidents. Oh, well, that's you can't part account, You can't account for misjudging a stoplight or something. I agree with you. And that's why I said it's all big numbers. <clears throat> I think he means terminal illnesses. Okay. But your national average lifespan and death span is going to stay the same. You could start it today. The average life in America right now is 79 years of age. You could start over in 2025, and it's probably going to be pretty damn close to that. And it's going to probably go up a little bit. Yeah. Wouldn't Japan, aren't they getting close to 90 years of age? So. They live forever over there. Yeah. I think a lot of it's to do with their diet. All and, the fish. And you made a comment the other day that you said while we were in Canada, steak sauce tasted different. Yeah, it's because they don't have preservatives. That's right. Or as many preservatives. Yes, and that makes a big difference. Yeah, they let you put anything in the food over here. All about money. If you would have finished this video, he said eight of the ten. Oh, fuck, I can't remember now. It's a different guy, but. But I agree with him on the diabetic deal. 
And the medical system is profiting from the fact that everyone's getting sick. And they want to keep food cheap and they want to keep it addictive. Eight of the ten killers of Americans are directly tied to food. There you go, that's what it was. Children, children have prediabetes. 50% well, of adults have fatty liver disease and 20% of teens have fatty liver disease. You only saw this condition in elderly alcoholics just a generation ago. These are all going up and they are all foodborne illnesses. We are being brought to our knees by metabolic dysfunction tied to food. I, I, I believe Diabetes. that. Uh, I believe that 100%. There's no doubt about that. And the more you see of, uh, well, go to an elementary right now and look at the fat-ass kids running around everywhere. Pre-diabetic. I, I mean, <clears throat> I'm in my 50s, and when I was in elementary school, we had one fat kid, and today's standards, he wasn't fat. Right. We just didn't have him. There was no, everybody looked the same. If you looked at a kid baseball from 1976, a photo of a, a youth baseball deal, 90% of the kids could wore each other's uniforms. Right. You know, yeah, you, you can't do that now. Well, yeah, you can. They'd all be extra largest, <laughs> but it used to not be that way. When I grew up, everybody looked like your boys do. Right. <clears throat> Mom sent me something, and I told her I was going to look at it, and I never did. What was it on? Oh no, it was American food. But, oh no, 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 hold on. Maybe this was it. But everybody that's if you go to um, if you go to every any any town in America right now, the biggest, nicest, buildest, uh, nicest, biggest. Medical building is an oncology center. Oh, yeah. Every, every one of them. And I don't buy that, well, they could cure cancer if they know how. I don't think so because Steve Jobs wouldn't die of cancer. There's too well, many very, too many successful. He did something weird, I think. Well, too many successful people <clears throat> died from cancer. Someone just died the other day from cancer, and they would not approach the medicine. They said if they'd have taken the medicine, they'd live with it. I think it was the, Steve Jobs. They wanted the holistic deal. Right. And, and they said, no, that we can treat what you have. But- I don't believe that. Ted Kennedy died of brain cancer. There's been a lot of them that have died that were very, very wealthy, important, powerful people that I don't think would have died if there was a cure for cancer. So I do not think they have a cure for cancer. I just think that they are more interested in trying to keep you alive so they can pump the shit into you than it is actually curing it. Yeah. Dana White said he would never go to a doctor ever again. Yeah. His appendix don't rush, sure. Well, he said for emergencies he will. But as far as general well, health that's fucking that's that's pretty stupid. What do you mean? He's not gonna go to a doctor ever again, but unless it's an emergency. Well yeah, that's when most people go to a fucking doctor. Talk to a doctor about my general health ever again. If I break my arm, I'm gonna go see a right. doctor. If I need surgery, I'm gonna go see a doctor. My general health, never again. None of them know what they're talking about. They're all full of shit. All they know is to put you on pills and put you on medicine. That's all they know. The same guys are full of shit, though. Or he's going to let fix his arm, or he's going to operate on him. So what? He's a hypocrite. No, he's not. Yes, he That's is. That's not what he's saying at all. What, what he's, he's saying, saying is, for his general health, he would never go to a doctor because if you go, if you go to a doctor, let's face it, you're not going to go to a doctor more than likely unless something's wrong. I haven't been to a doctor in 15 years. They're not going wood, bud. Okay, I haven't been to a doctor ever. So you go to a doctor when something's wrong. Yes, most of us do. So what they do when you go to a doctor is instead of figuring out what's wrong with you, they give you medicine to cope. That's what he's saying. That part I agree with him instead on. Instead of fixing the prediabetes because of this, they're just going to give you the insulin shots. But quit saying that, that they, they're full of shit because they're not all full of shit. You just said if you had a surgery and emergency, you'd go. Well, why do you want to go see the same guy that's full of shit then? Because he can't fix that. Well, I know, but he's, he's a hypocrite, though, because he's going to go if he's got a problem. He's saying don't go to your general doctor, and if you've got a – I know what he's meaning at, but he's he, he's a hypocrite on this deal. 
I don't like to go to doctors. I haven't been to a doctor in two years that I can remember. But if I get an earache real bad, I'm going to go to a fucking doctor. But what he's saying is, you know what he's saying, and I don't think he's a hypocrite at all. I think he's 100% correct. I think he's a hypocrite when he said doctors are full of shit because doctors aren't full of shit. They know how to how to prescribe pills. My doctor don't. And your doctor is a good friend. My doctor's a good goodness. friend of yours. And we've, he's a good we've guy. Got, we've got a rarity. He's a good guy. He's a very good guy. And he's not trying to make money off nothing. He does what's best for us. And he wants to see you better. He does. Just like when I had my surgery, he was he was not a big fan of it. But I don't have to take any blood pressure medicines or anything no more, so he's glad. Right. He would have rather you fix the problem. He would have rather me fucking exercise and not ain't been miserable for a long time. <laughs> you know, but you know, I took the easy way. But I, but I love and respect him for that because that's the kind of person he is. He genuinely cares about people. Most doctors are not that way. He's still a small-town doctor I wouldn't, at heart. I don't want to say most doctors, but you probably are onto something there. They're big. The put a, pain, put the, a percentage on the it. Pain, I don't give a I, fuck. I, no, I'm with you on that. Pain management doctors We'll say especially. 70% of doctors well, I don't, know. don't give a shit about their patients. They just want you out of their office. They're going to give you this and scoot on. And how, could a, how could a doctor in a big city like la how could they possibly form a one-on-one relationship with 99 percent of the people that come in there you think doctors in la are different doctors in dallas are yeah pick dallas i don't give a shit pick a Um, pick a big city i think a lot pick a big city and you got all these fucking homeless age-ridden people coming in to see you and you can't turn them away what kind of doctor we talk we talking emergency room doctors general general, health uh general family doctors i think that there's probably a lot of them everywhere general health i think a lot of family doctors are probably the same as they are here I think you become a number and it's numb, but that's sad. But, you know, I watched a documentary on one of the big hospitals in Dallas or in New York. And I can't remember the name of the damn. It was really, it was a very good show. It was in the documentary. It was like a 10 part series of working in an emergency room at this hospital in Dallas or in, in New York. And it showed the different things they deal with. And people don't realize the shit those doctors go through. They're not dealing with just regular fucking guys come in. That's got an ingrown toenail or a hemorrhoid. I'm not saying that they do. And, 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 and they care their their job is to treat a hundred people and try to fix a hundred. Yep. It's not to take be friends with thirty people. I agree, and, and and it's a different deal. But I think a lot of them do care. I really do. Let's be honest with you too. With the way the laws and the rules are in medicine, if you're smart enough to be a surgeon or somewhere, you can make more money doing something else and use your brain as an engineer. Probably not all of them, but a lot of them could. So I think there's doctors that go in for the right reasons still, but. The way the pharmaceutical uh, pharmaceutical companies are what's wrong with our medicine more than our doctors, I think. Well, they get the doctors to the big pharma is the problem more than the doctors. They get the doctors to write the script. Yes, yes, and they pay them big wads of money, and but or they blackmail them, just like in that movie uh, Dope Sick. Like they were they were blackmailing uh, Oxy the uh, the people that made Oxy the Sackler family. They were they had their representatives blackmail doctors. You know that if you don't prescribe this to your patients, then they can sue you for whatever. Did you know that um, most of those people that are trying to make medicines like that, it's like a lottery train. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they all run to find something wrong oh, so they right. can make a medicine. And if you could ever get the FDA to approve it and right. put it on the market, then you're a billionaire, basically, or multi-multi-millionaire. Yeah. And all these companies are doing the same thing to try to get out there. And the problem, it's like everything else in our country, is two or three companies are controlling everything now. Now, not only does Pfizer poisoning us with this other bullshit they're making us do, but then they they pay for everybody. Everybody that's the National Institute of Health used to work for Pfizer. Mm-hmm. And so now they're on the board for the National Institute of Health. It's just a fucked up system all the way around. 
I just, I'm trying to remember that story. But yeah, you're right. Um, no, I think it was, I think it was in the, I get so many shit mixed up in my head. I think it was this dope sick. I think the guy that, <clears throat> the guy that passed Oxy being safe got a big job with that company, with the Sackler family. Yeah, that's how they do that shit. And it's yeah, been that way. For, that's it's like was. Fauci's wife, I think she's in charge of the NIH. Right. It's all it's all and screwed up backwards, and then you find out that some politician's daughter works. I think the governor of Virginia, not Yunkin, but the, Tim Kaine or one of those guys. I think his daughter is controls the price on that. What's the shot that you take if you get stung by a bee or something? You stick in your leg. Oh, the antiflat epipen. Epipen. Yeah, they do the EpiPen, and I think EpiPens cost $1,000, don't they? I'm not sure. I think if the insurance company pays for them, they're like $1,000. Well, Tony had one that was 27 years old in his truck. Right. You know, But they cost 1000 bucks a piece. Well, if you, and, and, and I think they make it for 2 or $3. Well, if they really give a shit about people, they wouldn't sell it for $1,000 a pop or whatever it is. Here's a doctor's take on this. See what he says. None of them know what they're talking about. They're all full of shit. So... I feel this guy's pain. He tells a story of how he was morbidly obese, was falling asleep during meetings, was on four different medications for thyroid, cholesterol, hypertension, what have you. Then all of a sudden he met somebody who <coughs> taught him how to lose weight in like 10 weeks or so. He lost all the weight and got off all his meds, but he hates doctors now because doctors were just putting him on pills. So first of all, a doctor is not going to be like your life coach. All right. Um, as a cardiologist and a certified personal trainer, I try to do that as much as humanly possible for my patients, but I don't live with them. If I live with them, absolutely, I could do this. But he noticed that when he did all the things right, cleaned up his diet, started exercising, weight loss, what have you, all of a sudden, many of his chronic medical conditions went away. That's what we want people to actually do. Then we wouldn't have to deal with the stuff that's simple to fix. We'd have to deal with just the harder stuff. We want that. We love that. Mm. Yeah. Well, I didn't answer any questions. Well, but we all get basically. The he's saying the other guy scared him enough to fix what was wrong. Whereas when you're just seeing the doctor, the doctors can't motivate you like this guy did. So pills are the next best bet. My dad used to talk about his general doctor, Doctor Knight, and he <clears> would Doctor Knight would tell Dad, "You can drink, but you can only drink on Wednesdays and Saturdays." Right. Well, it's because on Wednesdays and Saturdays he went to the Eagles. And that's or the oh. the fraternal order of eagles, like Elks Lodge or whatever. And right. Wednesdays and Saturdays was their big nights. And guess where he'd be every Wednesday and Saturday down there drinking. Yeah, you know, and that's that's the way it was. All right, let's get off of here. We got a long week ahead of us. Still. Yep. All right, everybody. Bye. Love you. If you need anything, message Jeff. Thanks. Peace. See you. God bless. Check out our sponsors. Go check out Mossberg, Stanfield Outfitters, Alpha Outdoor Specialties, Hemp Hill Farms, Double T British Kennels, Lucky Duck, Ducks Unlimited, Shin Gear, Dirty Duck Coffee, Looking Glass Podcast, Dive Bomb Industries, Pacific Calls, Boss Shot Shells, and MLR Graphics.